the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I have a question for you. Would you be willing uh, to pay a dollar more per gallon for gas if it guaranteed Russia would never bother Ukraine again? I asked that question on Twitter today. You can find me, by the way, at SteigerWorld. Uh, but I did ask that question. So far, there have been a few hundred responses, but it's 89% no right now. Not exactly a scientific survey, but I, I think if I asked the question and changed it from a dollar to a quarter, the answer would be the same. Now, I don't ever begin to pass myself off as an expert on geopolitical issues, and I'm not going to try to analyze and make an idiot of myself trying to analyze anything about what's happening in Ukraine right now, except for the obvious stuff. And here's what it seems like to me. Maybe I'm crazy. <clears throat> but under Donald Trump, United, the United States had achieved energy independence. Uh, that was in all the papers. I saw it. It happened. In a little bit over a year, uh, Joe Biden has managed to change that by shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and making it as difficult as possible for companies to get the maximum amount of oil and natural gas out of the ground. So he's begged the Saudis to produce more oil. That's one thing he's done. And apparently he's also tried to get Iran to produce more oil in exchange for negotiating the nuclear deal with them. Now, Trump had convinced the Europeans, it seems to me, that it was a better idea to, to buy energy from their friends instead of their enemies, meaning Russia and some, I guess, Middle Eastern countries you could throw in there, so, after shutting down America's production, he opened up the pipeline to Germany. So the Germany, the way I look at it, it seems like what's happening, so that Germany could then pay Russia $15 billion a year for natural gas instead of buying it from the United States. And now Germany is going to punish Putin by putting sanctions on his ability to get the energy. They're already, uh, or I'm sorry, to, to sell the energy. They're already paying 6 and $7 a gallon in Europe for gas, in case you didn't know. And as hard as that may be to believe, that's going to go up. Think about that. $7 a gallon might be more than that by the summer. And it's very possible that we could be paying $5 a gallon for gas this summer. Our guest uh, yesterday, David, Turney, uh, David uh, Turner of uh, Empower the Future, he uh, said $5 a gallon seems like a pretty realistic guess for the summer for us, uh, mostly because of Russia invading or making small incursions into Ukraine. Now, I don't think you could find 10 people on the street in Pittsburgh right now who care, really care, if Russia ends up in Ukraine. Now, everybody would prefer that Russia would stay out of other people's business, and that would be nice, I guess, but nobody cares enough to pay $5 a gallon for gas. Well, the people I surveyed, 10% would be okay with that. I'd like to actually talk to those people, but, uh, but how about we do this? Uh, since we have the most prosperous country on the face of the earth and we're sitting on top of more natural gas and oil than just about any country on earth, we take advantage of that. Uh, you know, we don't allow ourselves to be affected by the stupidity in Europe that's been going on for hundreds of years. Let them figure it out. By the way, Ukraine is not a democracy. They're not a member of NATO. They have the misfortune of sharing a border with Russia. That's too bad, you know. How about we let them work that out with Russia? They've been over there next to each other for, what, 500 years? Figure it out. How about the United States taking advantage of having the best form of government and best economic system, and instead of trying to defend countries that the average American, including the average Democrat, by the way, couldn't find on a map, you know, we take care of ourselves and tell other countries who, again, have been getting it wrong for hundreds of years uh, to follow our lead. Look what we're doing over here. We got all this. Uh, we got all these natural resources. We have a pretty good economic system right now, as long as we don't let the Democrats ruin it. 
How about you just, you know, look at what we're doing and uh, follow us. Otherwise, go have a nice time and figure it out over there. We're not going to get involved. Meanwhile, inflation is already through the roof and going to get worse. Since Russia's incursion uh, into the uh, into Ukraine, the stock market is headed down the toilet because everybody knows what Joe Biden's going to do. So Joe Biden looks more senile by the day, and the person who's supposed to replace him looks dumber by the day. Have you seen her? Other than that, things are looking up since Joe took over as president. And as we've been saying here for months, there's a country three and a half north hours north of where I'm sitting right now that is trying hard to be less like the United States and more like Europe. And the scary thing is that, according to the polls, 65% of Democrats agree with how Justin Trudeau handled the truckers. Trudeau, by the way, I think it was today he gave a speech saying he was not going to allow the the Russians to to, uh, become an authoritarian state and take over um, Ukraine. After what he's just done for the last two weeks, that's what he had the nerve to say. Now, these are the same people... The Democrats are. And you can throw Trudeau in there. Same people who tear down statues of Teddy Roosevelt and replace them with statues of George Floyd. And speaking of George Floyd, uh, maybe you saw the video of the cops beating up on uh, one of the demonstrators in Ottawa, kneeing him uh, many times. It's not as effective to hear this without actually seeing the guy's bruised face. But listen to his description of that incident. They slammed me on the ground and started punching. They were punching my face. They were kneeing me in the face. And simultaneously, that's when one of the ride officers took my nylon, uh, it's like a rain jacket, so it's waterproof, hard to breathe through. And he, he took my hood and wrapped it around my, um, my mouth and my nose. And it was cutting off my breathing. I didn't know if I was going to get another breath because the last thing I saw were fists and knees coming into my face from all directions in my head, the top of my head, all over. I pulled my face out from the hood of my jacket and I faced the other way. And I yelled out, I can't breathe. They read me my rights. They told me I was being charged for, I think they said obstruction of justice. And then later on they said mischief. I said, I understand, but I do not agree. They walked me over to a lineup, a very long lineup of people. We're going to give you two options. It was an ultimatum. You either A, sign this document we'll give you that states that you will not re-enter the protest and that you will leave and you all charges will be dropped the other option was lose your business license lose your ability to travel to the united states among some other things and i told them i'll take the charges charge me they didn't bring us into a cell they didn't take our fingerprints they didn't do anything that would give us evidence or paperwork. Instead, they brought us directly into the release room and said, there will be no charges laid on you. You are free to go. By the time I got back to my truck, my keys were gone. His keys were gone. That's three and a half hours north of here, and that's what's happening up there. When we come back, we have some more scary stuff from Canada. And some more stupidity from liberals. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... 
Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Let me ask you, what does your perfect wedding day look like? I'll bet you've imagined it over and over again. The crisp spring air, the fresh grass giving way beneath you as you walk towards your future, surrounded by the people you love the most. So what's in the way of you believing it's possible for you to have it? Are you believing the lie that you are meant to be alone? Or maybe you don't know what a Christian romance should look like or where to find it. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. And I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge, where you will discover your heart's desire of a loving marriage. In this challenge, I'll teach you why now's your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months five-day challenge at lovestories.com, and you can start your journey to find that lasting loving relationship now. Join me at lovestories.com. At paidforbycompletecar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. You've all heard it in the news, folks. Heating costs are surging through the roof. But right now, Eden Pure is offering an amazing discount on their Gen 40 heater. This 5-pound Gen 40 produces 50% more heat than the big box heaters that are 7 times its size. The Gen 40 superheater is efficient. It produces infrared heat using advanced micro-solid state technology with built-in safety shutoffs, and it comes with a remote control for you. So for a limited time, the Eden Pure Gen 40 is $200 off the regular price. People all over the country are reporting massive savings on their heating bills. So keep warm and save money because right now it's the perfect time to buy more than one. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20 and you'll get an additional $20 off. That's $220 total savings by going to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20 and shipping is free. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So, yeah, you know what's going on over there in Europe. And uh, I think, uh, you know, by now uh, what's going on up in Canada. And everybody's been paying attention to that. And we just played you a soundbite from uh, one of the protesters describing what happened to him. They beat him up. They gave him a choice to uh, uh, sign a document that says uh, that he would uh, not go... Uh, across the United States border, uh, that he would not uh, come back and uh, protest again. And he said no. And so they didn't file any charges. They let him go. And when he got to his truck, his keys were gone. That's what's going on up there. Um, And we had uh, uh, Joe uh, Warmington from the Toronto Sun on yesterday, and he said, and he's been on here multiple times, he said, it's a police state up there right now. And one of the things that I think everybody knows by now they're doing is that they've been freezing people's bank accounts, including some people who donated as much as uh, as little as uh, $10 to the uh, truckers fund. They have they found their bank account to be frozen after having donated a few bucks. So that's what's going on up there. So I come across this today and I, I think, boy, this is really scary. This is. This is somebody from the Canadian Bankers. He's a CEO, actually, of the Canadian Bankers Association. A smiling uh, Neil Parmenter is his name. 
Uh, and he's he is telling Canadians that they should be thrilled with the plan for the bankers to get together with the government and create a digital um, digital ID for everybody. Uh, now, you got, when you listen to this, note the reference to the World Economic Forum. That's the WEF. Um, it's a globalist uh, organization that pushes um, the governments of multiple countries taking over businesses or at least influencing businesses or using their power to control businesses uh, and have them do what uh, the governments believe is best for the climate. They, uh, they're they very much behind climate change, and uh, they're out there telling people that the, we're all doomed if we don't um, – uh, fix the uh, the fix climate change and and get uh, countries around the world to go along with their idea. So that's what the that's just I just want to let you know what the World Economic Forum is, and then listen to what this guy, this uh, head of the Canadian Bankers Association, with a smiling face, is telling Canadians to do. Listen, Canada is on the cusp of a revolutionary innovation that will transform the way Canadians authenticate themselves online and protect their identity digital ID. All of us are living in a digital world, but we're tethered to an analog model of how we identify ourselves. Memorizing countless online passwords, carrying government-issued licenses, plastic cards, and more. Digital ID is a way for Canadians to identify themselves to government, businesses, and each other electronically, with ease and rock-solid security, without the need to present physical documents. One interconnected network. A federated digital ID ecosystem developed in collaboration with Canada's best and brightest talent from our banks, telecommunication companies, law enforcement, and government. It would have the power and security to store every Canadian's electronic identity and attributes. And it would unlock countless opportunities for Canadians to verify who they are safely, quickly, and securely, while only revealing the information necessary for each transaction. A fast, easy, and secure way to bank Sign up for government services, renew driver's licenses or health cards, shop, travel, and more. Canada's banks are perfectly situated to help lead the creation of a federated digital ID system between government and the private sector. The World Economic Forum agrees that banks and financial institutions should lead the path forward for digital ID. Banks are highly regulated and trusted. They have advanced cybersecurity and privacy technology, and they have the infrastructure to operate provincially and nationally. Banks are also at the forefront of working with fintech startups who are bringing revolutionary mobile and online products and services to Canadians. Digital ID can help consumers navigate between these apps and programs with trust and confidence, knowing their ID is protected at all times. A federated digital ID approach can also significantly reduce fraud, save taxpayer money, improve regulatory compliance, and make it easier to do business as an owner and as a consumer. In fact, the Canadian Bankers Association just launched a white paper with our recommendations on how to move forward with a federated digital ID framework. I encourage you to read it to learn more. Federated digital ID. Federated. I'm pretty sure that means federal, you know, federal government. Um, after, And I don't know when this, how long this plan has been in place, this idea, and when this guy recorded this video. But if it was recorded after, I hope it wasn't recorded after Trudeau went in and uh, froze people's bank accounts. Uh, If you were in Canada right now and you saw this guy and you heard about this plan and you saw what Trudeau has done to maybe your own bank account after you uh, contributed 20 bucks to a, a, a cause that you agreed with, how fast would you be headed down to the bank to get your money out of there? I hope they have a run on the bank's. Uh, up there that sets a world record uh, sometime in the next 15 minutes. Anyway, before I uh, go, I want to have time to to switch gears here for a second. But that's just another, just I wanted to throw, by the way, the the World Economic Forum uh, is uh, the, on their logo, it says they're there to improve the state of the world. The World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. You've heard of the Great Reset? Well, they're not they're not uh, shy about saying that that's what they're all about. And this is a guy who's the head of the Canadian Bankers Association saying that he he was referring to the World Economic Forum as having endorsed this idea. And that's why the Canadians should do it. 
that is really scary stuff that's going on right now. Meanwhile, speaking of scary and stupidity, uh, there's no more. Uh, there's no better place to find that than California. I want you to listen. I think this report speaks for itself. It's from KTLA in Los Angeles. Listen. Micah, the parents tell us that their children came home from camp. They were asking a lot of questions about gender and pronouns. The parents then reached out to the camp director, who told them that counselors, biological males who identify as they, them, are permitted to spend the night in cabins with the young girls. In the parking lot of Weaver Elementary School in Los Alamitos, a group of parents... No parent should feel the way I feel after knowing what could have happened to my daughter. ...upset by the sleeping arrangements at a school-organized science camp. I contacted the school and I asked them if they were able to confirm that there was not a man actually sleeping in the same cabin as the girls. Uh, they were not able to confirm that. The parents say their fifth-grade girls told them some of the biologically male counselors at Camp in San Bernardino, identified as they, them, and spent three nights sleeping in cabins with the young girls. They're asleep, they use the shower, they go to the restroom. Camp Pally confirms, per California state law, we place staff in cabins they identify with. Parents say they're not accusing anyone of a crime, but they are angry the school district did not let parents know about the policy. A spokesperson told us the district takes all complaints and concerns seriously and is currently investigating. These parents say they just want others to be informed of the policy so they can make decisions for their own families. It's awful that children had to even experience this in fifth grade camp. If I was aware of it and I had initialed something saying that this was going to be done at this outdoor science camp, I would have kept my child home. Yeah, so those parents insist that they should have been informed about this policy before they sent their kids off to camp. And now they want the school district to step up. They want them to inform the parents of the hundreds of other kids who were also on that trip. We're live tonight, Los Alamitos. I'm Sandra Mitchell, KTLA 5 News. Sharon Micah, back to you. Is that sickening enough for you? How about this? I got about a minute and a half or two here. I got to tell you this. This is not in California. It's in Arkansas. Something called the Transition uh, Closet. It's an organization in Fayetteville, Arkansas, with a mission uh, to provide free gender-affirming clothing, undergarments, and clothing consultations for transgender, non-binary, and intersex folks of all ages worldwide. That's, their, that's what they're planning to do. But uh, in a TikTok video posted to Twitter by the, by the Teachers Exposed account, a public high school teacher in Oakland, California, named Tommy Martin Edwards, explains how TTC... Uh, facilitates the gender transition of children. This is the tradition, the um, the transition closet. How TTC facilitates the gender transition of children behind parents' backs. Quote, the goal of the transition closet is for our students to be able to wear the clothes that their parents approve of, come to school, and then swap out into the clothes that fit who they truly are. That's happening in a school in Arkansas and uh, he's been employed by the Oakland Unified School District down there as a Spanish teacher since August 2020. So your kids get dressed in the clothes that a normal human being would put on. They go to school, and there's somebody there with a change of clothes for them to, so that if you have a, a nine-year-old who, girl who thinks she's a boy or vice versa, they give that child the clothes that fits what they think they should be at that age. That's going on in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It just doesn't get any dumber than that. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Russia and the West could be moving toward a bigger confrontation. The next move in the showdown between Russia and the West over Ukraine is up to Vladimir Putin. Russian forces have moved into rebel-held areas in eastern Ukraine after Putin said he was recognizing the independence of the separatist regions. Led by the United States, Western powers drew the proverbial line in the sand, with President Joe Biden announcing the first tranche of sanctions to impose costs on Russia. Secretary of State Antony Blinken canceled talks with Russian Foreign Minister 
Minister Sergei Lavrov that would have been held in Geneva later this week. Ominously, Russian lawmakers have authorized Putin to use military force outside Russian borders. Mike Gracia, Washington. And hundreds of flights canceled at busy Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Sports of Oklahoma, Missouri, and Arkansas are bracing for an ice storm. This is SRN News. One box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Hugh Hewitt explains Putin's mindset. There isn't going to be a lot of discussion with a sociopath who rewrites history. It's just not true what he said. Putin is just a thug. Like Xi, like uh, Ayatollah Khamenei. He'll take what he can get away with taking. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Heavy rush hour tie-up on the Parkway East. Inbound trip, almost a 14-minute delay between 2nd Avenue and Fort Pitt Bridge. And busy both ways into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Lots of volume there. Parkway West, not too bad, though. Just the usual slowing inbound into the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Now, we've also got some ramps closed to 79 South. The ramp from Deer Run Road and the ramps from 65 and 65 outbound delays as you make your way to McKee's Rocks Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Hardly the mostly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 21. Tomorrow, cloudy, a bit of snow and rain at times in the afternoon with little to no accumulation will reach a high of 35. Rain tomorrow night, additional rainfall can lead to river flooding. We'll see a low of 32. Friday, we'll have considerable cloudiness. It'll be breezy with a little rain in the morning, followed by a flurry in the afternoon. Friday's high, 37. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, even as we speak, uh, there's a very popular live show on Fox News right now called The Five. I remember when it went on the air way back in 2011. I thought it would be on for a few weeks and then be replaced by a permanent host to replace Glenn Beck, who had just left. Well, it's still on, and it's one of Fox's most watched shows and one of the most watched shows on cable news. Ken LaCourt was working at Fox back then. He's now 
working with the Media Action Network, which he founded, and he joins us now. Ken, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Hi, John. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good, good. So uh, what were you doing at Fox back in 2011 when this show went on the air? So back then I was running the uh, I was running the Internet uh, side for Fox. So I basically was the, the top kind of journalist guy at FoxNews.com. I had worked with Roger Ailes since prior to Fox. I'd, I'd been in, in business with him and, 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 and worked for him for mm, probably 15 years before Fox. So I was I was one of those guys. So you were not directly involved in TV, but you were in the building and well aware of what was going on there. So, yeah, we were all, you know, all, all, the, all the morning meetings would, would have that. So I kind of saw that unfold, and it was, uh, it was a little bit of an interesting story. Yeah, so um, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. Yeah, so, so, you know, it was, a, it, was, it was an hour that had just perpetually vexed us. We were, we were up. We were beating CNN healthily. You know, all, the prime time was doing great. The afternoon was going great. But the 5 p.m. hour was always really, really tough. It was just we, just, we tried several guests in there. Then Roger um, hired Glenn Beck away from CNN. I think that was in 08. So Glenn Beck came in and he burned really hot, really fast. He's a he's a terrific storyteller. He uh, he, he understood the visual elements of, of of television. He'd be there grinding up a carp in a uh, in a blender, or he'd be on his little uh, cherry picker like Al Gore. He you know he would do that stuff, and he, and he did very very well. He you know he. He kind of had bigger aspirations. He wanted to start his own network. He'd actually already started the Blaze as a as a as a dot com thing, and he had his own radio separate from Fox. So he moved on, and and because he had very very good ratings. I mean, the five p.m. show with Glenn Beck was the number two show on cable news, only to Bill, second only to Bill O'Reilly, and for five p.m. before like all that many people are home. I mean, you know you're. Your 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 traffic numbers just start clicking up coming around six through six through nine as people come home, finish dinner, turn on the television. And so Roger was really nervous, and, and it was it, it was interesting because it took him a long time. This is Roger Ailes, the, the chairman of Fox News. Then it took him a while to kind of figure out what he wanted to do, and a lot of that is he was like, "Look, the next person may do great, but I mean, Glenn Beck was a one out of a one out of a." whatever number type, you know, I mean, he was a, a unique talent and he's like, whoever it is, it, you know, there's a decent chance the show doesn't do as well. They compare him to Glenn and this person's got his, his career destroyed. And so he came up with the concept of the five and, and he basically cast it kind of like he would cast a, a television show. Uh, you know, I like to use the analogy of, of the Archie Bunker show. You know, you got the old curmudgeon uh, in that case, kind of conservative. You got Edith who is earnest and kind of daffy. You've got Meathead who's the comic foil. And then you got, you know, Sally Struthers who wasn't the worst thing to look at. And he kind of did the same thing with, with the five. He, he had uh, Bob Beckel who, you know, recently passed away. And this was why I was, uh, was writing about this recently. Uh, he had, uh, you know, he had, uh, oh, oh, who was Eric Bowling was the, the, the Reagan good-looking conservative. He had a couple beautiful gals who were also brilliant, and they sat at the edges with, with, their, with their legs showing. Greg Gutfeld was kind of the comedic foil. And, uh, and it all worked. And it all worked. And, and uh, as I mentioned, Bob, Bob passed away a couple of days ago, and, uh, and uh, he was, even though we got a lot of mail saying, fire that guy because he's a liberal, uh, Bob Becker was a was a very very good good guy. He had he had issues, but uh, but as a, as a human being, he was he was very warm and outgoing. So uh, I, it's interesting you bring up Bob Becker. I was going to ask you about him later, but uh, since you brought him up, um, and he was a liberal. Uh, I was surprised uh, when 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 Fox brought in uh, Donna Brazil, who's the you know Miss she's like Miss Democrat um, and, right. and very good on television, by the way. She's very good at what she does. She's uh, I don't I disagree with her on everything, but I was surprised by the the um, the outcry from Fox viewers who hated the fact that she was on there. I'm never going to watch Fox News again. How can they put this liberal on? And I, I my reaction was exactly the opposite. I maybe it's because I worked in TV for a long time, and I have some of a somewhat of an idea of what makes for good television. That's the whole point: is that you bring someone on that that you, in that case, maybe someone that the, the viewers can hate, uh, quote unquote. 
because they disagree with her on everything. And it's like the the uh, the whole uh, fair and balanced uh, concept went out the window. You weren't allowed to have a liberal on anymore. And it started with Beckel, though. So that has, has that evolved a little bit? I don't see – I rarely see Tucker Carlson debating anybody anymore. He only brings on people who agree yeah, with mean, him. I mean, look, the game, is, the, the, the game has changed a little bit in the last 20 years. I mean, when Fox came on, you know, we didn't stop there. We never were like, oh, we're here to be a conservative channel. We said, look, we're going to lean 15 degrees to the right. Those guys lean 20 degrees to the left. They all lean to the left and say they're, they're the middle and we're conservative because that's, that's, that's what you do when you are those people. And so, but, you know, we always had the mail, whether it was, uh, whether it was, Beckel or Susan Estrich, uh, who was Dukakis's campaign manager, was a regular regular uh, uh, contributor. We had Geraldo, uh, who would uh, you know he he's, he's harder to pin left and right. But there was a there was a concerted effort to have a, a solid amount of of voices from the left when when Fox was founded and, and moved. I would say that all of the networks in the in the last five six years. And this was a slow process that then accelerated tremendously under Trump. They all kind of went to the mattresses for their own size, for their own side. Fox became more conservative. MSNBC was kind of always out there, but went, you know, a thousand percent. And CNN, which had always leaned left, but tried to present, you know, I mean, they, they, they weren't the CNN that they are today. They were they were you know, 20 degrees to the left and now they're slammed out on the wall. So I, so I think people I think. Now, when everybody's so angry about politics, they, I, I think that they, uh, they, they want their, to, to, to their detriment, they want their, their news source to be, you know, purely in line with their thinking. And I actually think that's not uh, the smartest thing. Fox still does have some, some lefties out there, but, but not really. And, and it's, um, that's, that's probably not a great thing if that's your only source of news. It, it's not just the, uh, not just the um, idea of having, liberal contributors, regular contributors, which they do have, not many, uh, and not very well exposed. But um, it, Bill O'Reilly, uh, one of the th- things that made, to me, made his show appealing and I think successful was his ability to just beat up on liberals who were dumb enough to come on with him. And um, and that and, and Tucker Carlson was the same way his first couple of years on the air. Some of his best shows were with with liberals who he brought on and just absolutely destroyed. Maybe they, maybe they have trouble finding liberals willing to do that in both cases. No, you can you can find people willing to you know willing to do anything to to get three million people to watch it in the afternoon. Yeah, I I, I suspect you know all of the shows had a different shtick. I mean that was you know internally that was what we knew O'Reilly was. O'Reilly would bring, some, bring, a, bring a liberal on and just, just beat the living heck out of him for, for three minutes. Yeah. Um, um, interestingly, uh, uh, you know, it used to be Hannity and Combs. Um, um, when they dumped Combs, Hannity's ratings went up, and people just wanted to hear Hannity's take on... Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily want to hear a debate all the time. They wanted to hear, okay, the world's a confusing place. I, I hear all the other networks. Give me the truth here. Give me your... Give me your analysis of, of the politics and, and today's news. So, uh, so you know, it, it somewhat depends. I don't, you know, Tucker's doing so well. It's like, how do you criticize the guy? It's like, you know, he's, he's yeah. dominating right, out right, there. So, right. whatever he's doing, if he's standing on one leg, it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I guess standing on keep one doing leg it. makes, makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, just keep doing it. Um, an interesting, uh, and I'll, I'll get back to the five in a minute. We're talking to Ken Lacord. He's uh, the founder of the Media Action Network, but he was. Working at Fox when the Five went on the air, and the Five has now become spectacularly successful. But you mentioned that uh, Roger Ailes looked at uh, Glenn Beck and saw how good and dynamic uh, he was. He came through the screen at you and uh-huh. didn't think it was really fair to try to find anybody to fill those shoes. Um, so that's how the concept of the Five was created. But why didn't the same thing happen when Bill O'Reilly left? Did they think that were they that confident about Tucker Carlson's talent that that wouldn't be the case? Well, that first he'd... of all, it was it was a different crew. Roger wasn't there, so I, I yeah. kind of don't know the answer to that. Um, yeah. If I recall, actually, they first put the five there. They moved the five to to nine o'clock for 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 a while, um, um, and then and then I, I I think people complained about it. I don't know if it was a ratings thing. Or it was probably both. If, if, it, if it excelled there, so. Um, yeah, hard, hard to say on that. But but look, the five turned out to be a very interesting, entertaining 
light kind of watching thing. You got a little bit of, of news all the way, and it was, uh, it, you know, it was a it was a good hour. You know, we don't like to think of news as entertainment because it seems and it and it often is much more important than that. But entertainment's part of it. You know, we don't have to have to know what's going on in Yugoslavia or or the Nordic pipeline and, and whatnot. But um, so it's, you know, it's, there are entertainment elements mixed in with that. And, and that's something that Fox news understood before the other guys did. And, and, you know, it wasn't just cause we were, we were politically, politically not left of center that, that people were watching us, but we also just happened to have a whole lot of attractive people on, on the, on both sides of the, uh, the gender coin. Um, and we had, bright graphics and move things around and our, and, and, you know, we, we kept an interesting pace going on. That's, that's part of what, what you have to be to be successful. Otherwise you're NPR, which, which, you know, if it wasn't for government subsidies would be out of business. Well, long, long, time long, ago. long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned Bob Beckel. He just died a few days ago and, and based on the response to that, he was a very popular guy. People loved him. Uh, even though he was a, one of those hated liberals, but, uh, so again, why was he brought in from CNN to be the liberal punching bag? What made him a good choice for that? You know, um, um, Bob usually had. I mean, I mean, first of all, he would just he just fit the part. I mean, you say the word curmudgeon, and you know, you look at the picture of him on the show, and he had the, you know, the jacket off and the uh, and, and and the suspenders. Um, but he, yeah. You know that, that especially as the channel would, would kind of, or as a show would be more conservative. You know that you've got conservative, you got conservative viewers who are not going to like what this person says. So one of the most important things is to make that person likable, right? And and if it was a chunk Uyghur, you know, hardcore lefty, if it was a pounding finger, it was like it's like you don't want to see that. If if somebody is is in an opinion show and they're they're on the other side of you you're already kind of predisposed not to like them. And if they have an aggressive, obnoxious personality, that's time to change the channel. If they're like, you know, I mean, like Alan Combs, he was one of the softest, nicest guys ever, right? I mean, he'd give the liberal side. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was, that was uh, you know, so, so the successful ones are the, the, uh, who kind of like are, are, and I'm overstating the case, but are in enemy territories that, that kind of <laughs> right. show, that, right. that show the other flag for a little bit. The ones who are successful, you're like, yeah, you know what? I think he's an idiot, but uh, he's probably an okay guy. I'd like to have a beer with him. Yeah. And now I've, I've always wondered why the – and again, it's a, the show is ridiculously successful, so I'm not even allowed to wonder about this. But I've always wondered why the configuration is four against one. And I always thought the show would be better if there may be two liberals. Uh, but why, what, why four against one? Well, that's because you're a communist. <laughs> no, I, I'm very far away from that, but I know something about TV, and I just there's something about that that just doesn't sit I, with you me. Know, I, I, I think they just figured one was enough. Uh, uh, you know, you don't want to lose too many. You know, I remember one time Roger looked at me, and 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 we saw Hannity and Combs, and of course, you know, Hannity is this uh, this 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 wonderful looking, uh, uh, you know. Out of, out of central casting figure, and Alan Combs, you know, he was kind of goofy looking a little bit. And Roger said, have you ever seen a talk show before where the conservative was better looking than the liberal? <laughs> it is television. You know, those are the and kind of things you talk and, about. You know, he, de- he didn't say, and by the way, that's exactly what I did when I decided for him, but I, I kind of figured that out. So uh, Greg Gutfield, we have a couple, about a minute and a half left here. Greg Gutfield is sure. now uh, beating everybody in late night. Um, and he came from the five. Who saw that coming? Greg Gutfeld be- well, beating you know, out the, the Tonight that, there's Show. An interesting story about how Greg Gutfeld got into Fox. Um, um, Andrew Breitbart, as is, is, is I'm sure you know, and most of your many of your listeners was yeah. a was a a, a conservative uh, a conservative uh, a guy who started used to work at Drudge. He was like the other half of Drudge, um, and then he started Breitbart News and whatnot. He was a very good friend of mine. He called me up one day. He's like. You got to see this guy. He's hilarious. He just got fired from, or he recently got fired from, uh, like like Europe, the, the editor of European GQ because he hired a midget stripper and then wouldn't apologize or something. <laughs> it was some crazy thing, and and he had a blog. And back in the day, Alzara Kawi was like one of the top guys that uh, the, we were all looking for, and he had a, a blog that pretended to be the guy's mother. It was called Al, Alzara Howie's Mom's Blog. 
and it was hilarious. You know, he, he talked about in, in her voice how he'd come to Hollywood and they'd, you know, they'd take him to their anti-Semitic thing. I mean, it, it was hilarious. And so I told our news guy, I'm like, you know, when, when I told my boss, I'm like, you got to hire this guy. Let's do something with him. And he saw it and saw that the guy was interesting. He was smart. He was irreverent. And uh, what we did is we took some time in the middle of the night um, um, and, and, and created Red Eye. And Red Eye was this show that yeah. it was like one in the morning by the time or whatever time it was. It yeah. was a late night show. It was kind of a no holds barred. It was very unfox. It did, you know, it didn't light the world on fire at yep. one in the morning. But uh, that's how Greg got in, and he's he's just a talented, funny, smart. Yep. Well, I'm I'm out of time, uh, but I I really appreciate appreciate you being on, Ken, and I'll have to hope to talk to you again. It's great stuff. Thank you. Terrific. Terrific. Glad you have. Okay, that's Ken Lacour. Uh, he's from the Media Action Network. We'll be right back. Dinner was delicious. What's next? Uh, I'm thinking just the check. Do you frequently have gas, bloating, diarrhea, stomach pain, or loose oily stools after eating? One or more of these symptoms could be a sign of exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. And it may be time to talk to your doctor. If you have EPI, Creon may be right for you. Creon, pancrelipase, is an oral prescription medication that treats EPI. Creon replaces enzymes you may be missing to help you break down food properly. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosis colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Do not chew capsules or contents as this may cause mouth irritation. Tell your doctor if you have unusual or severe stomach pain, bloating, trouble passing stool, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, worsening of painful swollen joints, or allergic reactions. Other side effects may include changes in blood sugars, gas, dizziness, or sore throat and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Talk to your doctor about Creon, the number one prescribed EPI treatment, and visit gocreon.com. That's G-O-C-R-E-O-N.com. Or call 1-800-633-9110. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-619-6488. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-619-6488 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-619-6488. What do you have to lose? Call 800-619-6488. Again, 800-619-6488. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number. Or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. There's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading and 
and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So I mentioned that uh, that poll of Americans and how they feel about what happened up in Canada. Uh, this is from the Trafalgar Group, which is a pretty good uh, organization. It's been pretty pretty accurate with stuff. They surveyed 1,080 likely general election voters between February 18th and the 20th. So here are the numbers. 55% of the total of likely voters disapprove of Trudeau's handling of the trucker convoy. Uh, uh, this is what the – and then the Democrats, it's 65% of the Democrats uh, are okay with it. 87% of Republicans are uh, opposed to it. Uh, that's uh, I guess not. Uh, that's not that surprising. But here's this is these are the numbers that, that are pretty shocking to me. First of all, the uh, the demographic group that approved of Trudeau's tactics, uh, according to this story, are the 65 and older category, as well as blacks and Hispanics. All other demographics, including men, women, Asians, white, and the younger age groups, disapproved of the heavy-handed federal action. But here, how about this? The highest level of dis- disapproval was seen in the 25 to 34 age demographic. Now, those are supposed to be Democrats, right? Future Democrat voters. The highest level of disapproval was seen in the 25 to 34 age demographic. Here's something I don't think I've ever seen in a poll before. This is the level of, of that age group that disapproved with Trudeau's tactics. 100 percent. How does that happen? And they didn't find one person to answer the phone or whoever they did this and say they were okay with it. 100% of 24 to 34 age group disagree with it. I guess, am I allowed to be encouraged by that? I think I am. Uh, 25 to 34, that's that's just, that's young people. And, and then when you find out that uh, Tucker Carlson is getting more Democratic viewers than any other show on television, maybe something's happening out there. Anyway, that's it for today. I thank you for listening. Hope to talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.